0: In the name of God, creator, redeemer, and giver of life. Amen. Well, here we are. A friend of mine recently commented on this life-threatening heat by saying, the earth has turned against us. But of course, it is we who have turned against the earth. And now we're seeing consequences. Given this extreme heat, I'll spare you a long sermon, only make a couple of observations. Desperate times call for desperate measures. And desperation is the word of the day today. In our gospel reading this morning, there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years. She had endured much, had spent all she had, She was no better. She grew worse, and she had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. This poor, desperate woman not only suffered from an unceasing flow of blood. In the telling of her story, she also suffers from an unceasing past past participles. She suffers from unceasing past participles. That's hard to do in the morning. You'll remember what a past participle is uh, from high school English, maybe. I actually had to look it up to remember. It's when we use the word had to describe a past action in Mark's gospel. We hear the woman's suffering described through this long list of past participles. She had suffered. She had endured much. She had spent all she owned. She had not gotten better. The use of past participles contributes to this feeling that this woman is mostly passive, hapless, victim of circumstances without agency. Then the last past participle shows up. We're told that she had heard about Jesus. And there, that's the moment when everything changes. That's the moment when Jesus entered her, enters her mind and the past participle is dropped. From then on, the woman is taking simple direct action verbs. She came up behind him. She touched his cloak. When discovered, she fell down before him. She told the whole truth. This is a woman who has discovered her agency. She sees Jesus and suddenly something moves inside her. Seeing Jesus, she finds the desperate courage to do what is necessary. And now she's lying at the feet of Jesus and Jesus lifts her up and tells her her faith has made her well, but really, was it faith? Or was it her desperation? And actually, when you think about it, what's the difference? I don't know about you, but my most impressive leaps of faith have all been inspired purely by desperation. When my son was in the ICU. When my brother was diagnosed with brain cancer. When my marriage was dying. When my own own faith felt absurd and empty. Those were the times when my prayers felt far more desperate than they were faithful. At times, to be honest, they were nothing but full-throated howls of begging. These are the prayers that I have hung my life on. When they erupt in me, they change everything, but they're not, to be honest, super faithful. By that, I mean they do not exactly display a supreme confidence in God. They usually begin with, God, if you're out there, please. Or please, God, just give me a sign. These are prayers of desperation, not of faith. Unless we can redefine faith, which I think we should, because when it comes down to it, faith is not so much about confidence we have that what we think about God is true. No, faith is more about being willing to trust God completely. It's about throwing ourselves into the arms of God. Not just when things are going well, of course, but always because God is not an idea. God is the ground of our being. God is the animating substance of everything that we love and hold dear. Those moments of desperation are incredibly revealing, aren't they? They change everything. Suddenly, our priorities are set straight. We know exactly who we are and what we love by what makes us desperate when we lose it. That's when we become aware of what we've been taking for granted. You know, like if if all the oxygen in this room were suddenly to disappear, we would all become desperately aware of our profound love of oxygen. Desperate moments help us to come to terms with what we really love. and i know what it's like in those desperate moments to throw myself at the feet of jesus i bet you do too you know once we've reached a certain age we come to know that feeling all too well sometimes our prayers of desperation are answered sometimes they're not my prayers did not heal my brother who died a year after his diagnosis. Nor did my prayers save my marriage of 30 years. But what I've always found is that when I've finally allowed myself to admit my desperation, when I've finally given up on my delusions of self-determination and have simply thrown myself at the feet of the goddess or at the feet of Jesus, no matter what happens after that, In the end, somehow, I've been given the grace to accept the outcome. Somehow, I get to, okay. because those are the moments when I meet Jesus again. He's so close, I can smell the dirt on his sandals. I can feel the coarse hem of his robe. My ego is out of the way. My self-governing resistance is depleted. I can finally feel his loving eyes on my soul again. And always, as a result, the proper order of my life is restored, because I know I'm not alone. And come what may, I know I can handle whatever comes next, or rather, more accurately, I know that God has it handled. And I just need to get out of the way. Those desperate moments restore us to the original order of things. Freed from our ego attachments and delusions, we're once again hugging the Earth as in the moment of creation. No longer separated from the source of our lives, the very substance of our being, we come to know God in the flesh, in our flesh. We remember once again how to gain by letting go, how to live by dying to Christ, how to find joy by admitting finally our desperation. I don't know about you, but this heat, has gotten me feeling kind of desperate. And maybe that's exactly as it should be. Perhaps we all need a moment of desperate reckoning. Perhaps to use an old-fashioned terminology that seems increasingly apt, perhaps this desperation will finally lead us into true repentance. Desperate times call for desperate measures. So let's take a moment and admit just how frightening and real this is, that we have sinned against God and God's sacred earth. So I ask you to join me now in prayer, if you would, just pray with me. Holy one, you created all things and brought them into being By your power, you healed the desperate woman. Now heal us in our desperation. Help us to solve this climate crisis. Tear open the skies and bring us rain. Shelter us from the ravaging sun. Protect the poor and the houseless. Help us all to do what needs to get done. And in all these things, Lord, show us the hem of your garment so that we may touch it and be healed. Amen.